Holy One, as this new day dawns, give me the courage of another road. Give me the peace to accept new things, to go new ways, to embrace the unfamiliar, and let go of my attachments and my fear of not knowing. Grant me the grace to accept change, and let each breath be a rebirth. Awaken me this day to your calling and to my potential becoming. As I travel this new road, may I do so with steadfast courage and love. Amen. Good morning, Stone Village, and happy Sunday. I hope that all of you are well and safe in this world. All is well in my world. The Lord be with you, and let us pray. Prepare us, O God, to hear your word through the scripture of this day. Confront us with your claim upon our lives. Clarify the choices we must make if our lives are to have meaning and purpose. Help us to respond to the one who came as the bread of life, so we may know life at its fullest and at its very best. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The reading today is from Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. Then Jesus told them a parable about their need to pray always and to not lose heart. He said, in a certain city, there was a judge who neither feared God nor had respect for people. In that city, there was a widow who kept coming to him and saying, grant me justice against my opponent. For a while, he refused. But later he said to himself, though I have no fear of God and no respect for anyone, Yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will grant her justice, so that she may not wear me out by continually coming. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God grant justice to God's chosen ones who cry out day and night? Will God delay long in helping them? I tell you, the Lord will quickly grant justice to them. And yet, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> I believe most of you, if not all, are familiar with today's parable of the unjust judge. One implication of the parable's title is the widow is just. Perhaps she is. Perhaps she's not. You see, the simple implication, the judge is unjust, so the widow must be just, in my opinion, makes the story too easy, too clean, and a bit boring. Also, recall the last time Jesus offered a simple and easy parable. I'll wait. Exactly. So I am suspicious of this story and its simplicity. Here's what I mean. We could quite easily follow Luke's lead and say this is simply a story about our need to pray always and not lose heart. And the widow is an image of one who perseveres in prayer. Now, I'm not against unceasing prayer. However, are we to believe God is like the unjust judge, who we are meant to wear down with unceasing prayer until God relents? 
finally granting us what we want. Further, is this really your understanding of prayer? Also, is this the kind of creator to whom you want to entrust your life? It certainly doesn't fit with what we see of Jesus' life in the Gospels when he feeds and heals and consoles people without, first, the need for unceasing prayer. Here's another lens. We could see and understand the unjust judge as those corrupt systems of power which oppress the weak. And the widow represents those who are weak, powerless, and marginalized. While this is a reality in our world, it's nothing new. We see this every day. Turn on the news, browse social media. Besides, rarely do the cries of the oppressed change the actions of the oppressor. If it was as simple as crying out for justice, then women, people of color, immigrants, in the LGBTQI community would have a very different experience of and place in this world. Or, third lens, we could see ourselves as the widow in the story, echoing her cry, grant me justice against my opponent. Isn't this what each of us desires when we or someone we care about has been hurt or injured. Someone needs to pay. It's only fair. <laughs> I wonder though, if she, the widow, and we are more interested in vengeance than justice. Parables like today's are supposed to surprise and shock us, but there's nothing surprising or shocking about the three lenses interpretations I have offered to you. Further, parables are supposed to interrupt the status quo. But these three lenses describe the status quo. Finally, parables are supposed to open our eyes to a new world view. But these three lenses show us what we have already seen. Now understand, these interpretations, lenses, are not necessarily wrong or lacking truth. They're just easy and simple and a bit superficial, which I believe is our first clue. There is more to the story than what we initially believe. We assume the widow is just. And we celebrate when she's finally granted justice. This is how the usual interpretation goes. I've preached it. It was an okay sermon. Today, though, I want to offer you an unusual interpretation. One which might shock and surprise you. One which might cause you to say, John, you really need a sabbatical. You may not be wrong, but I don't have time for that. So here's my offering to you. What if the widow is unjust? How do you know she's not? 
What evidence do you possess illustrating her justness? I'll wait. Exactly. You don't know. We have no evidence illustrating she's much better than or different from the judge. We do not. And so what if this parable is challenging our usual idea about justice? What if it's revealing our willingness to often settle for a simple and superficial understanding and practice of justice? The usual understanding of justice tends to be organized around three questions. What law was broken? Who did it? What do they deserve? And what they deserve is typically seen as some form of punishment. At a minimum, we want an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And more if we can get it. And the widow wants this too. But didn't Jesus say something about loving our enemies? I digress. In the story, we hear the widow crying out for justice against her opponent. However, the Greek word translated as justice actually means avenged. So she wants her opponent to be punished, to be hurt, to be injured, to suffer. I wonder how often this is also what we want when we cry for justice against our opponents. Eventually, the judge says he will rule in her favor so that she may not wear me out. However, and this is important, he didn't rule on the merits of the case. He ruled out of self-interest and self preservation. The widow didn't get justice. She received what she wanted, and so did the judge. Which leads me to wonder how often we equate justice with receiving what we want. Understand, justice in its simplest, purest form is an ethical and legal concern for peace for fairness, for the restoration of balance, and a genuine respect for people. Vengeance, on the other hand, is personal, emotional, and seeks to inflict harm on another through retaliation. One is selfless, the other selfish. Here's the thing, more often than not, hurt people will hurt people. We know this. We've seen this. We've experienced this. We've also done this. And I believe deep down, we know that's not justice. Instead, in my opinion, it's the perpetuation of a cycle of violence that continues to harm rather than restore. And if we want it to change, then we first need to change our seeing, our thinking, our understanding, which is the purpose of a parable. So what if justice is about restoring balance in making things right as best we can, 
rather than focusing on punishment and retribution? What if justice isn't only about individual actions, but the systems in which we all participate in changing those systems for the betterment of all? What if justice is about meeting the needs of hurt people, both victims and offenders, with genuine compassion and empathy and mercy, focusing upon healing and rehabilitation? What if justice means individuals are held accountable for their deeds, but we are all responsible? Understand this isn't about them somewhere out there. This is about all of us everywhere, here and now. Do you realize every week in Stone Village, when we unlock the front door and we offer a seat to all people, especially the felon, the queer, the homeless, and the poor, we are doing justice. Every week when we provide vouchers for birth certificates and IDs for those unseen and unknown, we are doing justice. Every time we pack a lunch and feed those who hunger, we are doing justice. Justice is not always about breaking a law or retribution. Justice is also meant to be about restoration, renewal, respect, fairness, peace, and even prosperity. All of which leads me to wonder, when you're not at Stone Village, how are you doing justice in your day-to-day -day life? How are you working towards justice in an often unjust world? I believe this is what Jesus is speaking to when he asks, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Christian faith is not simply about believing in God, but living as though you do. In a living faith, reflective of God in Christ, always includes love, respect, restoration, fairness, and peace. I don't know if Jesus will find faith on earth. I hope he does. However, that is up to you and to me here and now. Thanks be to God. Amen. I give thanks to God for each of you, and I pray this day you bear witness to the love of God in this world. Bear witness to the love of God to so those to whom love is a stranger. They will find in you a generous and loving friend. In Christ's name, amen. I love you, stoners. Bye.